Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Well, hello one and hello all to Ghosts of Boyfriends Past. I'm Tom Harris and across from me is Liz Best. That's you, me. You join us on a quickie of this here show. It's a quick one. It's it's little. It's 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 we've only got time to just we just want to get in, get things done and and get on with our day. That's right. Short and sweet, much like my co-host. And today oh, is a I'm not a, sweet, but I am very short. <laughs> it's a questions-themed uh, quickie. We uh, acquire your questions, you send them in, and we do our best to answer them. Uh, not all the time will Elizabeth and I provide good information or the best information. But, uh, we've accru- accrued quite the library of romance here at Ghost of Boyfriend's Past that we can diligently pick through. Mm. Um, but if our advice ever falls short, or and you can better us, or if you have a story, etc., etc., send it to, through to ghostsofboyfriendspast at gmail.com. You might be able to elevate our B-minus sloppy uh, work into an A, which will bright uh, dazzle your parents <laughs> <laughs> and make everyone proud of you. So I'll um, I'll get us cracking, Elizabeth. And it's kind of a just a, a litmus test from me. Okay. Who, or uh, you can give multiple if you have them, but what is your, what relationship do you look to as the, like uh, the perfect, not the perfect, because perfect doesn't exist, but it's a strong representation. I have an immediate, immediate, immediate go to. Okay, so it's Kristen Bell and Dax Shepard. Ah, okay, and it's You've because gone they talk like this is this is my this is my the one of most influence to the most people, which is why because right. they talk so readily about how difficult relationships are and how much work they put into their marriage to make it last. And the fact that they quite often, like it's not all roses, but they they quite clearly love each other extremely much and are always happy to talk about the therapy, to talk mm. about the work, to talk about sometimes things aren't perfect and they're pretty shit and it's really difficult. That is what I think is so important. So you can never you can never trust the per- the, the the person or the couple that says, "Oh, we're everything we perfect." We're, yeah. we're, it's just hun- honey and rainbows 24/7. They're just a really good example of and like if it doesn't work out that's fine because they've worked on it and they've tried and that's you know do you know what I mean like I just think they have the most realistic refreshing they're happy to talk about their dramas so that other people can learn from them and they're happy to do the work sounds certainly sounds healthy uh, yeah uh, uh, among and the it sounds like they've got an idea of I'm not saying they will break up but a marriage can end, but the marriage itself can still be good, if this that is, makes yeah, sense. Yeah, yeah. And I feel like they would definitely be the type of people to be like, it didn't fail. We had a successful X year marriage. Yeah. You know. It, okay. That's, that's what about you? That's Do really you good. have. I'm blessed. My. Uh, Are you going to say your parents? Yes, I'm going <laughs> I'm I'm, I'm to say my parents. I grew up watching uh, pretty even. Uh, Love, romance, respect, uh, care, compassion, uh, 
very little frick, very little friction. You know, uh, our pa- are you sure that the very little friction is just because they're hiding it from you, Tom? Uh, I, of course, they they had they would have had problems that they kept that they kept separate, separate mm. arguments and all that. But seeing how I mean, I'm my own case study, but seeing how well my sisters were were. Uh, how they grew up, yeah. um, the ideals, the 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 people they became, tip top uh, top marks to my 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 folks. I I hold. Them I up. feel like now my parents are going to be like, "Thanks, Liz. You mentioned yeah, you went to celebrity. You yeah, you didn't mention me. Yeah. I love my parents. I loved you a soft. I loved you a slow Relationships. Yeah. My parents, my my mum and and her partner have been together for thirty years. I believe. Yeah, good. Um, maybe 31 because COVID makes everything a little bit timey-wimey yes. trouble. Yes, <laughs> that's right. Um, yeah, 30, 31 years and I think that's incredible every single day. Um, and, you know, my dad and – oh, God, I don't even know how long my dad and, and my stepmom have been together for, but uh, it's been a long time and they still like each other, I think. <laughs> very, very <laughs> – My dad – I love my dad, but – Fuck, he's frustrating sometimes. So I get it. Oh yeah, that's a separate. Uh, that's a separate. Uh, that's a separate question for a separate time. We don't have the time to go on about all the ways our parents bug us and uh, have and fucked us up. Don't worry. Uh, do you have a question for the gang, Liz, or I can keep going? I have a long question. A long question. Yes. Gird your loins, everybody. Hi all. I have a bit of a conundrum going on, and I'm not sure how to process it. First of all. My spouse and I have been married for six years. Like all relationships, there have been ups and downs. One of the issues has been sex. We do not have sex very often. She's rarely been in the mood to have sex for differing reasons. In brackets, it's too messy. Her medication lowers her libido, past trauma, preferring women over men sexually, all of which are perfectly valid reasons and all of which I understood. Then another reason which came up which prompted today's question, there is no sexual chemistry in our relationship and there never has been. This one hit different. The other ones were a mild disappointment, but this one has fucked my head up. She wants us to see other people sexually but stay married. I don't know how to handle this. I don't want to see other people sexually as I still have a sexual bond to her and while there are different views of sex and I'm not opposed to friends with benefits or casual sex, it feels more sacred when you're married. When I told this to her, she said that most guys would be down for this. Oh, no, that's not a good reason. And there's no, and it's no big deal, which may be yes, but everyone is different. One thing that stings is her desire to see other men sexually, which... After years of being told that she doesn't really like dick, really hurts. Mm. I've always supported her desire to sleep with women if she wants to and have encouraged her to find someone to experiment with, however she never had. When I expressed this to her, I was told that this is a double standard that I shouldn't have. Uh, This is something that I know is a double standard, but I don't know about not having it, nor do I know how to get rid of it. I'm not sure it is. Uh, She says that she gets where I'm coming from, but also says that I'm not being mature and that me not being secure enough, no, don't you do this, Mm. me not being secure enough in our relationship uh, to let this happen is a big turnoff. That is manipulative as fuck. Please, please recognise that. To put it lightly, I've been very upset since hearing this news. 
I couldn't sleep on the first night and begin taking melatonin and drinking to get myself to sleep. Slippery slope, my friend. I find no desire to do anything anymore. I've tried to reason with myself that everything would be okay and that my feelings and thoughts are selfish. They're not. Uh, But I keep bouncing around from being content to very depressed. I break down crying randomly, something she ignores or gets angry with me about. Red flag. So I've been working on hiding it. Oh, God, please don't do this. Oh, my friend. There's another thing, and that's our codependency, which, yes, we were codependent. We are all were codependent, and I understand that she feels like she's lost her identity to please me and keep me happy. But she's asking you to lose yours to please her. That's Mm. a fucking double standard. She's also unhappy because she feels smothered by me, which, again, I understand, and I'm working on not doing anymore. What's she working on? Nothing. I Sorry, this is making me angry. Mm. I don't know what to do anymore. I feel lost and I feel like even though I haven't lost my partner, I have lost her and a major key to our relationship. I'm confused and I don't know how to process any of it. Part of me feels like it would be better if we just did divorce so that she could be happy. And I do love her um, uh, and I feel she loves me but not sexually. Any thoughts or advice would be appreciated. Uh, and edit, I was perfectly okay with not having sex with my wife while she was sorting out her problems prior to this conversation. I was very understanding of where she was coming from and never thought less of her for not wanting to have sex. It did suck, but I did understand. Hmm. What do I do? Uh, firstly, Rita, th- thank you for writing. Thank you for reaching out. It's And there's not just one question we have to answer here. There's a bit we have to unpick before we can sort of go forward. So... Was it a six-year relationship? Yeah. Um, and was it that sex? There was it that there was there was sex suddenly, no, and then no she's, sex for a period, and then said, sex again, or was um, it? Did it start out as in? It a, just said we don't have sex very often. She's rarely been in the mood to have yeah. sex with differing reasons. Mm. Now look. To her credit, it is true that certain medications lowers libido. Of course, absolutely. Every 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 single excuse given in this uh, story by itself is a perfectly valid but reason. By itself, to, that's to not have sex. Uh, don't don't get us wrong. There, we're not dismissing anything. Like a, a, I would feel super hurt if my wife said that they prefer women. And that's why they didn't want to have sex with me, and then they wanted to go experiment with men. I would—that's the part that would hurt me. In yes, the, the hurt would be a good is a good word to use. I think I would be hurt as well. It feels, hmm. but there's more that there's there's multiple there's multiple issues as well. Uh, Producer Zane, back on mic. This is becoming a regular deal. I, I didn't want to interrupt. Um, <clears throat> I think that the the main issue here is that there has been either miscommunications or deceit or self-deceit along the line here in what your wife has been telling you mm. or in what you've interpreted what she said as. I think that's the real stinging part here is that you think that what she said up to this part has been untrue. Mm. And maybe that is the case or maybe there is now a new truth that she's kind of retroactively applied to the relationship up until this point. Mm. Um, I do think that the whole most men would jump at this idea is, no. re- is a real, real gross thing to say. And please um, forget anything like uh, you're not, what did she say? You're not uh, you're secure not secure enough. enough. You're That's, not anything that, like that. You can forget, please. Um, when someone says you're not secure enough to do this, it's basically them saying, "I dare you." Like it's yeah. it's it's not anything about you, and you have a right 
to set a boundary of something that you would like in a relationship mm. and another person cannot and should not bully you out yeah, of that it's not boundary. a challenge to overcome it's your it's your it's we've it's, talked it's about you. this in a in a previous episode about swingers where no one should pressure you into a lifestyle that you don't want to do just because you want to keep that person happy you cannot it is imp- it will be impossible and painful to sustain any kind of relationship where you are doing something to make somebody else happy that you do not also enjoy that will not work i don't want to be the bearer of bad news there's you mm. can't do the whole i want them to be happy so i'm doing it for them it will never ever work if you aren't super enthusiastic about it yourself so do not be manipulated into that honestly i don't often say divorce but i feel like that's where this has to go eventually i i was getting that that inclination as well there's unless she she sounds like she's expecting you to do a lot of change for her and not any yeah, that's, change I think for that's you. The, there were so many things where you're like, I'm trying to do this, I'm trying to do that, I'm trying to do that. And she just keeps telling you that it's not enough. Mm. And I'm not seeing where her compromise is. I'm not seeing. Yeah, I'm not seeing a middle ground, a, a middle ground, or a, a, or an a, even attempt to find mm. similar ground between you. There's you're, you're two. You're shouting from different. If she different wants it rides. open and you want it closed, that and that's never going to change. This is never going to work. Yeah, it's a, that's I'm wary a, just because we are only hearing one side of it. I'm worried, yeah, just because we are hearing just one side of the yeah. story here. But especially if you have, if you've been acknowledged as being codependent, it sounds like maybe she has <clears throat> moved on from that codependency and. Well, she said that he was smothering her. Yeah. And so now she's it is no longer codependent. And mm-hmm. yeah, she's trying to change the rules uh, uh, after the fact. Um, this, this I think, is an answer that you shouldn't be writing into podcasts about, but definitely going to therapy for. Yes, um, always therapy. Uh, because there seems there you've pointed out several irreconcilable differences. Yep. If they are truly, if neither of you are willing to budge on them, then they are going to be irreconcilable. So it's really to figure out whether or not that is the case or whether there is some compromise here that, you're both dancing around. Yeah, it's mm. that it's that compromise that that as I said, that common ground that I a you both need to yeah get to, but you both have to agree to want to get to a common ground. You both have to. It has to come from her as well. It you can't. It's you. You can have all the will and all the willpower in the world, um, but that won't change anything if your partner isn't going to stand up in front of you and say, "Well, here's here's uh, here's the deal." So it is it is tricky and you will you will feel like you, there will be if you do get a divorce you'll feel you will feel like it failed but it doesn't have to be viewed through that lens as well. Mm. Yeah, no, my advice is definitely get therapy and prepare for divorce. Yeah, <laughs> I'm sorry, but if you can't if you can't make one of you budge and and it's not just you, you don't just put your feelings aside to make her happy. That's bullshit. We don't do that on this podcast. We're both on the same page or we're nowhere. Yeah, try and and try and try and picture how unhappy will I be? Will you be twenty years down the if if nothing change? If nothing, if there is no. If you have to grit your teeth and bear it for somebody else, that's going to weigh you down over over even a short amount of time. To be honest, so the you know the the short term pain could for long term gain adage might come in here. You might hurt for 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 a little bit. You'll be through the ugliness, through the through the raw emotion of it. But down the line, therapy will help so much. And you'll look back and go, thank 
God, I did. Yeah. Most likely. Yeah, because therapy can help you have an easy transition either back into or out of a relationship. They will help you based on what your goals are. So they'll either help you be in the relationship or they'll help you strategize to get out. That's that's what good therapy does. Uh, to, to me, a pretty reasonable case of person knows what they want, knows what they don't want and, and – um, and yeah. isn't isn't being met halfway. I no, think. and love can't overcome everything. Definitely no, not. No, no, no. All right. I think we'll just end it there because yeah, that was quite a long question. Absolutely. If you've got any questions that you'd like to write in, please post. Either, you can either post them anonymously on our Ghost of Boyfriends Past Group Therapy Group or you can post them with your name to them. Send us a message on Facebook. Write to ghostofboyfriendspast at gmail.com. We're happy to answer any questions you have. Even if it's just a general question, what do you do when someone blah? It doesn't have to be you specific. Any question mm, will do. Please let us know. Even if it's about us. We will answer you if you need yeah. to. Know, if you want to know more things yeah. about us, yeah, we'll, like, we'll open like, up. Like you we know, can. I don't know the types of questions that we ask each other at the top of every main episode. You might have one that you want us to answer. Feel free to to write it into us. Yes. Otherwise, rate and review the show. As I'm talking to you now, as I'm talking to you in your ears, at your computer, at your phone, drag that mouse doodad down to where you rate and review. Leave a little thing for someone else to find. The ripple effect of this show will go around the world, and we will change lives. That so that's going to continue. We already that's, have. That's like, hap- has as much as when happen. we first started the podcast, I'm like, we're going to change lives. We can actually say yeah, that we have now. We've had people, people on the podcast who said that us listening to us was the first step to them changing their situation. We can claim on the packaging that we have changed lives. So this podcast changes lives. And if you want your life to be changed. One out of ten doctors recommend Ghost of Boyfriends Past. Thank you very much, everybody. Please write in. We look forward to hearing your stories. Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear and fine leather goods, all at 50 to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade. There are known knowns, known unknowns, and unknown unknowns. But there are also unknown knowns. The ancient and esoteric order of the jackalope is a secret society devoted to unearthing and sharing this forgotten knowledge. Each episode, we take one of these strange stories and share it with you. No topic is off-limits, except for the obvious. Available wherever fine podcasts are sold.